0: Doesn't matter. Me and, turkey, you,
1: me and you are not you know. the same type of human beings, but if I took you on in a battle and then ate you afterwards, it'd still be cannibalism. Well,
0: no, it wouldn't. I have a bigger beak and better plumage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so you're the turkey and I'm the bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a hug?
0: Cast GBP, if you will. Episode 22. Am I right, Shards? I think it's 22. Let me check my notes. 22! That's 22 plus 6. 28 hours of free content. Tell a friend. Be a friend. Up to my left is not Rob. Hmm. No Rob. Yeah, this is going to be tough. Uh, Rob's out this week, and uh, me and Shards, we're going to do this thing. Holding down the fort. They don't know who's talking right now. For those of you who don't know who's talking, hang on a second. I have an introduction. Up to my right. But he's really on my left because Rob's out there. Shards. What up, Shards? Yo. Mm, short and sweet. I wrote in my notes, your new Nick 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 nickname is the Hammer of Humor. What do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel about being Shards, comma, or is
1: it Shards, colon, the Hammer of Humor? I guess my colon is a Hammer of Humor, so. <laughs> I didn't expect it to go that way. Yeah, because,
0: like, uh, you just come in and pow. Like, hammer and anvil in a war setting is when you just crush the opponent really quickly. And I feel like your style of humor is hammer and anvil. So, shards, colon, the hammer of humor. True. True that. Housekeeping, housekeeping. We housekeeping. still don't have that soundbite, do we? No. Fuck. One okay. day, one day. We're 75 percenters, the, the listeners understand. Department of Corrections. Well, I listened to last week's episode quite a bit. And I really don't have too much of a department of corrections because it was a banger. But one thing that I have to correct is uh, the week before that, when we had Mando on coming in hot Mando at the end of the interview, I was like, yeah, I think I'm interested in Guardians of the Galaxy again. Well, that didn't last long, like <laughs> within an hour or two, my brain's like, hey, you want to watch that? And I'm no, we have no interest in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mando did a great job. Great case. Forty five minutes later, I was like, No. Seriously, I have no interest in watching another Guardians of the Galaxy as much as I love Chris Pratt and Rocket. It's over. So that's the correction. I have no interest. Charge, you got anything that I fucked up before? I'm, I'm sure I stepped on my Johnson more than I recorded in my notes. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you did. I just can't think of anything. Well, when I step on my Johnson, you don't feel it?
1: You think, our, not. You think uh, we're uh, ESPN connected like we're that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Our Johnsons are communicating via ESP. <laughs> I didn't want to go both of
0: Now I see two Johnsons, ESP, and communicating, like one blinking, the other one blinking, and then nodding its little head. <laughs> 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 Boy, away off the rails. Look out, folks. Uh, the other Department of Corrections is I boiled meat. And uh, mm. at the time of broadcast, it just looked like a bunch of me's floating around in a hot tub full of grime. Spices. Yummy. However, uh, after we wrapped the pod last week, I went and I shredded, as I was instructed to, by Marsha and uh, Detective Jimmy. And the meat did come out juicy and tender and not boiled meat-ish. And I was impressed. However, there's a caveat. All the flavor I was promised, because I put in, like, spices of all sorts and stripes and colors... No flavor whatsoever. It was like eating institutional chicken. Yeah. High level institutional chicken. And I do not blame. (laughs) I do not blame Marsha or Jimmy. They just both said independently and uh, Joe Marsha's significant other who has the best shed you've ever seen. It's the size of a warehouse and he calls it a shed. Anywho, (laughs) they're like, you didn't put enough spices in. So I blame me as usual. Department of Corrections. I screwed up boiling meat. (laughs) Step one. Get meat. Step two: boil meat and
1: season it. Step three: eat it. Somehow I fucked one of those three up. I, so, think, I think the mistake you made was at step two. Which one? I, I've already boiled meat. <laughs>
0: I, hey, I I was a firm believer. I ate that boiled chicken myself because the family wouldn't eat it for all week last week. So for the Geez, last you know week, it's bad when those boys aren't eating it. I know, right? But I'm not going to surrender. I thought it was good. I just had to put a lot of, of uh, Texas peat on it. Peat. That sounds like Texas peed on it. No. <laughs> Texas's prostate is so swollen it ain't peeing on nothing. <laughs> Jerry Jones, I'm shooting at you, boy. Anywho, so takeaway: I boiled meat, and I'm going to do it again to make chicken oh. uh, fajitas and uh, chicken uh, enchiladas. But I need to like triple the spice level in order for some flavor to make it across the Southern European British uh, flavor manifold or something. Delicious and tender, not delicious. Tender and juicy, no flavor. So you're gonna try again, huh? Yes. You're gonna boil meat
1: for fajitas. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh.
1: That's standard you- practice.
0: No, usually, usually you buy a, a chicken already cooked, or you bake a chicken and shred it. But I feel this is the pinnacle of tender, juicy meat shredding. Despite my reservations of boiling anything other than ramen and you know pasta. Mm. However, the flavor doesn't stick. It's like the flavor goes away. I'm going to find a way to get the flavor back in. So I'm a believer. I'm a believer. You know, now
1: that we talked about you boiling meat, somehow Google has heard that. Yeah. And I did see a video recently of someone boiling chicken. But they were Oof. they were only doing it as like a, a pre-cooking measure. Like they would boil it, but then they would cut it and it was obviously not done, but it like pre-cooked the outside so that when they introduced it to, to heat in like a walk or something, the outside crisped up more than
0: normal. I've heard of that in the rib genre, a lot of people boil the ribs to break down the fat. And that's where I first became adverse to boiling meat. I had some of those ribs that were done that way, and I just I could tell something went wrong and they were like oh, these are delicious check out and people like it that way and hey we don't we don't kink shame on this podcast seems to work not for me i will not boil pork ribs and i'm going to continue to boil chicken and as jimmy pointed out taco beer is one of my favorite things in the world and that is boiled beef true so there's room to room to grow and the other question from last week was some people didn't know what sous vide was and we kind of glossed over it and joked about it because you hit it on it. Like, well, I know people that wrap their meat up and then boil it in a bag. And we're like, oh, yeah, I sous vide. But sous vide changed my life thanks to Josh. I have sous vide expensive pieces of meat for Easter, like a like a standing rib roast. And for those who don't know what sous vide is, it's the most incredible way to cook beef. I've never done chicken. I'm scared of chicken. But here's the deal. A sous vide is like a water heater, a high-performance water heater. So you you clip this water heater onto the edge of a, water holding situation. I use a cooler because it insulates and then you get the water up to the finished temperature of the meat you want. So if you want a prime rib that's rare or medium rare all the way through, I'm talking top to bottom. You dial it up to about buck 35, buck 29, somewhere in there. And then you seal it in a plastic bag. There's many different types. And then when the water gets a temperature, boom. You season it and you put your uh, sealed bag in there and it floats around here's the beauty shards since you don't have a sous vide i think it's spelled sous vide s-o-u-s-e-v-i-d-e it's hard to find because it's french and i fucking hate the french sidebar they deserve hey hey shards you hear about the french tanks that they're selling no yeah they got one speed forward and five in reverse oh two wars you lost sorry Yikes. And maybe more that I'm not aware of. Anyway, back away from the sidebar. So I'm not a big fan of the French. And then everything they cook, they put weird names on. So you have to, they're so pretentious, you know, Mm. just call it what it is. (sighs) Anyway, so then you put the meat in and then here's the beauty. It's Christmas. You're making a standing rib roast or Easter or whatever. You can leave your rib roast in the water indefinitely. It's at medium rare temperature, and that's as far as it goes. The meat breaks down. The sinew breaks down. The fat breaks down. And if uh, Grandma Esther starts talking too much or Uncle John uh, says some politics and we end up fighting and kicking each other around the house, the steak is going to be perfect. The ribs, when you're ready to eat them, they're going to be perfect. That is the gift that keeps on giving, Clark. That. That's why I love sous yeah, because when you have family over, you know there's going to be fighting and arguing. You think dinner's at 5, but it comes out at 7. Guess what? Standing rib roast still rare or medium rare, and then it's beautiful. And when everybody quits fighting and you separate the three sides, you tell them to quit talking about politics, quit talking about stuff, and the awkward things your mom and dad did when they were kids, you sear said meat. And then you serve it, and then the family drinks much alcohol, and they get along. And the next thing you know, everything's okay.
1: That's why I like sous vide. hey, you know what? I lied. I actually have boiled meat before.
0: Oh shit! This is a revelation. Go on. When I lived in Wisconsin, we
1: always boiled our brats and beer and onions.
0: You are correct. I've heard of that, and I have done that.
1: And then so you throw just, them on the on the grill. That's where I fucked up. What did you do with them? Just ate them right after? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I must have either added would or 75% of the instructions. But when I heard of boiling brats in beer with onions, I was like, fuck yeah. Can it get any better? So I boiled brats in water with onions and then I pulled them out of the water and dried them off and ate them. And I was not impressed.
1: Yeah. That's a weird. Yeah. We would put so, it, we'd do the beer, you know, a bunch of beer yeah. and, and onions boil them and then from there we would take them onto the grill and then we would take that boiled beer and onions and we'd put it in like one of those like uh what do you you call it no 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 the uh uh, uh, like a roast pan uh okay a roasting pan yeah you dump all the stuff into the pan and then when you're done grilling your broths they go back into the beer and onions but instead of like sitting in a pot of beer and onions now they're spread out so they're not mm-hmm. like completely immersed in it, but they're more or less like sitting on it, like a bed of beer and onions, you.
0: like a steam table of beer and onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I fucked that up. I've, I have done that many times at people's behest, and I never grilled them, and no one liked what I did. And now I know why. <laughs> you just uncovered the molestation in my previous life. I, I, I was so you. I, the first time I heard about boiling brats and beer with onions, I was, I thought that was Mount Everest to food. And then I did it, but I did not grill them, and I was sorely disappointed. I was like, this tastes like boiled meat. <sighs> I fucked that yeah. one up. Well, that'll be next week's uh, Department of Corrections. Now I got to do that. Uh, within a couple of weeks, I'm going to boil brats and beer and onions, and I'm going to do it your way, Shards. Got to try it, dude. It'll change your life. I'm sure it will. I think I even did that once for a Super Bowl party. And uh, I was like, boy, no one ate the brats, huh? I boiled them in beer. you think they'd be more popular. God damn it. Read the instructions, kids. Stay in school and read the instructions. So I'm a big fan of sous vide. Uh, it's one of the things I love most about preparing large meals. If I owned a steakhouse, and I've been told that Outback uses sous vide because mm-hmm. their service is so fast. Have you noticed, Shards, have you ever been in Outback? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fast. I, now that I think about it. I also noticed when you go to like Longhorn or our local one, our local steakhouse, you smell beef cooking when you walk up. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. You walk up to Outback and there's no smell, not even blooming onion smell. So either they have the world's greatest green exhaust system that admits no uh, protein or fatty food smell, or they're sousuing their steaks and searing them real quick. Which I'm not adverse to. I'm telling you, I want to open a steakhouse where we tell them, hey, we're sous vide your steak. We'll get it perfect every fucking time. And uh, we're going to boil it sealed, mind you. Sealed, not like those fucking English people that I'm one of and that I love now. I love you, England. And then, boom, you sear it. The steak's done. Perfect. And send it out. So I am floating the conspiracy theory right now that Outback Steakhouse sous-vides are meat. And I'm not bad. I'm not down on
1: that. I like that. and I'm okay with it. Like, you would think that if they did it that way, they'd have an easier time controlling how well done everything is made.
0: That's the beauty of Suvi. You have a pot with medium, a pot with rare, a pot with well done. God, who gets this? Oh, that's a...
1: Oh, let's talk well done steak, shards. Let's talk well done steak. We fell into it. Let's talk about this. And, and I'm the psychopath, dude. People who eat well done
0: steak... Cheese. That's one of the few if you had to defend yourself in a court of law, the only thing I think you have going that you're not a psychopath is that you don't eat well done steak. Listen, listeners, we love you. If you go to a steakhouse or make a steak and you ask for it well done, there's something wrong with you. This is a you problem. <laughs> okay. Steak is not meant to be well done. A hamburger, possibly, because you don't want to e. eat coli or mad cow. I get that. Doesn't well, taste. I still as good think, as that. I still think a hamburger should be medium. I do too, shards. But we're one step at a time. It's a 12-step program. So, listener, if you order steak well done, you are cheating yourself of one of life's greatest pleasures. If you're putting ketchup on a steak, you need to get therapy. Hopefully, one of our sponsors soon will be like a phone-in therapy thing. One eight hundred, help me. Don't put don't put ketchup on a steak. If you put steak oh, sauce that's on a terrible. steak. You've been to the wrong steakhouse, or you're cooking it wrong. Steak should be medium to medium rare at best, and you can't defend your position of well done, except in the hamburger. Quit it, just quit it now. (laughs) Grow up,
1: will you? Yeah, grow up because I used to do that when I was a kid. Well done, steak. People, that, kids don't like to see blood, but
0: it's not blood yeah. if you do the research. Google it's not it. Blood, yeah. Well, you're no, it's juice. The cells break down. The blood's gone. You know, they yeah. take that out of the slaughterhouse. It's if, juice.
1: if we chopped open our thigh, drained all the blood from the vastus medialis in our leg, it would still look that Ooh. color. First, I give you big ups for knowing the vastus medialis, but then I
0: have to reprimand you for we're trying to talk people into eating rare meat, and then you went human meat. <laughs> that's the Uh, psychopath cannibalism (laughs) (laughs) see you see how it creeps out around the edges (laughs) no well done meat but he'll tell you about what your thigh meat tastes like (laughs) well anyway
1: sous vide is the way and if someone ever offers you sous vide meat take it as fast as you can as fast as you can have you ever seen an adult eat a, a well done steak with ketchup Yes, and it You've makes me... you seen an me, adult do it?
0: I have, and it makes me angry. God, it makes me mad. That's sad. That's it's sad like, life. I guess the comparison, the comp, as the kids say, would be taking someone to a symphony orchestra where they play, like, beautiful uh, Mozart music, and they're just like, this is terrible. The musicality of this is terrible. I wish they'd put, like, a drum beat in the background, and I wish they would take those terrible strings out and replace them with a uh, Moog organ or uh, someone going, yeah, yeah! You're just like, oh my god! <laughs> That's the comp. If you're eating a well-done steak, you are listening to uh, low-budget avant-garde rap, and you're convincing yourself this is cool and tastes good. It does yeah. not. Somewhere yeah. in the Bible, I believe it says, "God put the beast on the earth for us to to rule over, but don't cook them well-done." I'll get you the chapter <laughs> and verse. It's in there somewhere. It's, I think it's. I think
1: it's right at the front. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, Genesis maybe. But based on the research I haven't done yet, I think it's in everybody's. Uh, I think it's in Buddhism. I think if you look in the Quran, it tells you, "Do not cook your meat well done, even if it's goat meat." So, please, that's an abomination in all gods, no matter who your god is. Well done steak is an abomination, and just take that to the bank.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm also a firm believer that if your steak is cooked right, you don't need steak sauce. Steak sauce is for like terribly cooked steak.
0: Yes. If I go to a discount steakhouse and I get a steak, I will put steak sauce on it because I expect like, oh, what's the buffet that's down? uh, Golden
1: Corral. Golden Corral. Yeah. 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 You expect it not to be good. So you want the steak sauce.
0: Yes. So if you're in a Golden Corral or a uh, Shoney's or you're getting steak at Denny's, steak sauce, ketchup, do your thing. But if you're going to Outback or uh, Texas Roadhouse or I cook a steak for you, put nothing on it but your goddamn lips and then just succulent. This is what succulent sounds like. Especially if you cook
1: it medium rare and then it's got some flavor. Once you cook it well done, you're just cooking all the flavor out.
0: Yeah, you're basically just eating protein as if you're like some kind of weightlifter. Like, oh, I need protein. Let's eat this freaking tasteless pile of
1: protein. Even then, I would argue that if you cook it that much, you're probably cooking off some of the good protein.
0: Yeah, I don't think cooking unlocks... Overcooking doesn't unlock anything that your body needs. That seems like pretty uh, primal uh, hunter-gatherer thing. But it makes it last longer. Like, if you cooked a uh, steak to death and then threw it in your loincloth and walked 12 hours,
1: you'd probably get less diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, less diarrhea, but you're still getting it.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, we're on the subject of diarrhea last night i spatchcocked two chickens spatchcock is oh, yeah. I, uh, everyone should look into spatchcock listen chickens are not just look into cooked. it just
1: for the name
0: i know right that'd be a cool name for a soldier like yeah spatchcock came over the ridge
1: with his m60 and mowed them all down <laughs> call sign spatchcock, call sign spatchcock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well for those we've enlightened you about sous now i'm gonna enlighten you about spatchcock Spatchcock is where you take a chicken, the whole chicken. I did it with a turkey, and it's even better with a turkey. Jeez. So instead of trying to cook a cylindrical bird with its guts removed, which thermodynamically is the worst way to cook them, you take cooking shears or a great saw, like a bone. Bone saws, ready? A bone saw. Mm. And you flip it over so the tits down. You want it tits
1: down. <laughs> I <love saying> that.
0: <laughs> Put the bird tits down, and you cut its spine out. Left, right of the spine, you cut it out. And then you flatten that bitch. You put it on a cookie sheet, and you take your thumbs like you're giving it a massage to someone you hate. And you push down, and you bust the breastbone. Ooh, ASMR. Then you season it, and then you rub uh, seasoned butter underneath the skin like you can separate the skin from the meat and get your hand way up between the two. Like some kind of psycho shards. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with butter and garlic and seasoning and then you grill it or bake it if you're you know if you're lame you bake it if you're cool you grill it and it makes the turkey or chicken horizontally even thickness. i didn't say that right shards help me here <laughs> uh instead of a cylindrical turkey you have a flat
1: uh come it's on was like, oh, no. like
0: spread out oh that wasn't that
1: was too porn Uh, (laughs) you're turning your breast down you're spreading it out (laughs) (laughs)
0: the thickness shards it's not about the girth now we've opened it up it's about the thickness we went from girth to thickness (laughs) (laughs) the surface area versus the volume is equal now so it cooks faster you can cook a chicken spatchcock in like half the time and it's better anyway I cooked two chicken spatchcock my kid was working He got home late, and by the time he got home, you know, he ate, and then it was my job to put the leftovers away. Well, we have cats. Don't get cats. So we had to keep it inside the oven so the cats wouldn't eat it because they love spatchcock chicken. They love raw chicken. They love anything. Last night, I forgot about it when I went to clean the kitchen. This morning, I'm on my way to work. I'm late as usual. I opened the fridge looking for my lunch, spatchcock chicken deluxe. No chicken. I was like, Mike, you're done fucked up. There ain't no chicken in there. It's in the oven. Open the oven. Fuck yeah. Chicken and a half of all the ratios you want to fuck up shards. It ain't chicken and a half. (laughs) You want maybe a quarter chicken. Fuck. up. (laughs) I fucked up chicken and a half. So anyway, I'm already late. I just say, no one's going to look in the oven for the fucking chicken. I go to work fast forward. Chicken's been in the oven at when I left for work, almost 12 hours at like two o'clock today. I get a text from my youngest kid. Hey dad. Is the chicken in the oven good? I put it in the fridge. I text him back. No, throw it away. Do not eat it. I hear nothing back. Then the wife texts me. Hey, Trevor ate the chicken in the oven.
1: (laughs) 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 That's why he didn't respond. He was shamed. He was shamed. (laughs) (laughs) He's
0: like, oh, too late. (laughs) So he took this room temperature chicken and ate it and my wife's like yeah he got diarrhea after he ate it but he feels okay <laughs> oh my god he's a grown-ass <laughs>
1: man too this kid's
0: this kid's over in his 20s he's 21 plus he took lukewarm chicken that's been sitting overnight and he probably stuck his finger in like i would do like oh what's this and he's like well mm-hmm. i'm hungry and he feasted on uh almost 20 hour out of the fridge chicken Jeez. and uh, yeah i thought it would kill him so he We've probably texted you
1: after he ate it to like to find of out what he, he should did. do with the rest of it. <laughs> of course he did. When I said capital don't capital
0: e capital it throw it away, please. He probably called mom and said, "Mom, I ate chicken." The dad said it was bad. <laughs> he wouldn't tell me, but the wife did, and I was fucking. I was so sad. I'm like, God. I thought I trained him right. You don't touch chicken that that's as warm as your countertop and eat that shit. Yeah, he wild. did. So if he dies, I'll let you know. <laughs> that'll be on. That'll be on
1: uh, housekeeping next week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, housekeeping. Yeah, my kid died from spatchcock chicken salmonella. But I'm still podcasting because
1: that's what I do. Oh shit! So when you get a chicken to spatchcock, do, is yes. it gutted already, or do you get one that you gotta take all the guts out?
0: Uh, I am a weak normal American I will not gut a chicken no you just buy the whole chickens and sometimes there's giblets in it with has the uh, gizzard yeah that's a yeah. delight down here uh-huh. and it'll have the uh, livers, livers. Uh-huh. and sometimes the, the neck yeah, and the heart yes yeah those but are the best the chickens i a oh, how psycho are you man? <laughs> you probably
1: eat them raw <laughs>
0: hello chicken it's me shards Dude, I my, had your
1: heart ooh. my dad got me started on that when I was a kid so you legit like the giblets? Yeah, dude, the the gizzards as we some of us call them, and the uh, the heart and the liver. I could never get the neck. My grandma always claimed the neck. So I, you know,
0: the neck is the least offensive part for me. I'm sorry your grandma took it,
1: but I would eat the <laughs> neck. But the uh, I was so especially you- a fond of it when we would have uh, turkey for Thanksgiving.
0: Mm-hmm. You no, know,
1: because my Did family, fight for my it? family hunted, so no oh, one else, yeah, no one turkey? else wanted the yeah. And no one else wanted the heart or the liver or the gizzards except for me and my dad, so we would split the heart. Uh, And then my grandma would always claim the neck and she'd gnar on it like a savage. I'm
0: glad you're using my parlance there, the gnar.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Woody. Uh, Damn,
0: so wild turkey. I've never had a wild turkey, but I've seen them on the side of the road and I want to kill one and eat it. Is wild turkey better than butterball?
1: Oh, yeah. What? what? Yeah, because it's – I don't know – there's definitely a flavor difference when when the turkey has not been previously harvested and frozen and fed corn its whole yeah, life. Yeah, it, there are parts of it that I feel like are a little bit more gamey, but the flavor is much better. It's more rich, especially the insides. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Isn't it all the insides? Like we're eating the fucking
0: flesh. It's all the I insides, guess, I guess. The insides Somebody's of the insides. Dessert. The innards. The innards. Oh, I love that word. Shout out to John, who use that word a lot. Innards. I think I got that from. Uh, hey Vern, what's his name? Oh no, Ernest. Ernest goes to camp. Shout out to the nineteen eighties. My innards. Wow. <laughs> okay, so you used to eat wild turkey for Christmas and Thanksgiving. That's cool. Yeah. Did you shoot it on property at the party house on the hill, or
1: what? No, no, no. my my older brother would go out on uh, opening day and go get one. I wasn't much of Damn. a turkey hunter. It was too boring.
0: Yeah, it turkey cold. hunting. Plus, them damn turkeys are smart. Like, I heard hunting wild turkey is the worst hunting because them fuckers are smart and they all yeah. think you half the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you end up just sitting in the woods. And they're just faster than you think,
1: woods. too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And you, you want to shoot man, them they with they a bird birdshot, too, because you not want to ruin it. So, then that makes it no. harder, too. I'll go shoot but, but a deer. F- I'll shoot a deer. They're just tick feeders.
0: I'll shoot a deer. I'll shoot them right in the head. Plus, they're pretty dumb, too. So, like... They're very dumb. All they do is feed ticks and and eat people's stuff, and then uh, that's it. And turkeys
1: are mean, and they're ugly.
0: Benjamin Franklin in uh, Philadelphia, shout out to Philadelphia, my favorite city, after I went there. Uh, Benjamin Franklin wanted to make the national bird the turkey, and uh, he was outvoted in the democratic process. For the eagle, which is cool. I'm glad we have the eagle because could you imagine what all of our military branch flags would look like with a fucking turkey holding a lightning bolt and a goddamn oak leaf?
1: <laughs> it would be scary looking, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> but something I've never seen shards, you know what we need? We need a, a celebrity death match of turkey v. bald eagle. Ah. Oh. I think if the turkey had a hair, like the eagles are going to fight no matter what. But I think a turkey needs some bitches to get angry and go ghetto. So I think the celebrity death match here, Ben Franklin versus George Washington is a turkey with a bunch of female turkeys. If it's a male's a tom, what's a female? Uh, uh, I don't know what they call a female turkey. A tomette? Ah, That's terrible. Anyway, turkey with all of his bitches watching and then an eagle and then put them in a death match and see who comes out. Ben Franklin said it was a turkey, and it might be. They're mean, and they have those spikes on their feet like Mm. roosters do to get you a heart shot right through your riblets into your heart. Eagles just got giant talons and a beak. Oh, we should ask Chatbot sometime. Oh, brilliant. Maybe I'll ask Chatbot right now. Let's go to Chatbot GPT. All right, the verdict's in from uh, Chatbot GPT. and You know, I'm a big fan of Chatbot GPT and AI, which we still have an AI spectacular coming. A lot of homework. I've learned some more stuff recently. So this isn't a 75%er kick the can down the road. This is a, we have new evidence in the case, kick the can down the road. So we're going to have- It's like void years. We're just moving the money down. Exactly. All right, we asked Chatbot GPT, describe a fight between a bald eagle and a tom turkey. And as usual, like my resume, it's full of bullshit. Here we go. I'm going to read it fast. In a fierce showdown between a bald eagle and a tom turkey, two iconic symbols of American wildlife. Shout out to Benjamin Franklin. Nature's forces collide. Wow. It put in amplifier. It wrote me a five paragraph essay. I love this thing. It's going to kill us all and it's going to fuck the world up. But boy, can it tell a story? The stage is set amidst a picturesque landscape. Where the eagle's dominance and the turkey's territorial instincts intertwine. This is good, Shards. This is wow. too good. Fuck. I just wanted to say eagle grabs turkey by the neck, squeezes him to death, eats his face. That's all I <laughs> wanted. Chatbot's on a fucking mission. He's like, he's like an author. Okay. When a wingspan stretches to a remarkable length, the bald eagle, comma, a majestic raptor exudes an air of confidence as it circles the sky above turkeys can't fly that much so that he's laying out a good case for this eagle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. eagle so far one turkey zero it's gleaming white head like yours shards mm-hmm. contrasting sharply against, <laughs> sorry contrasting sharply against the brown feathers covering its body that would be your uh hoodie and or your shirt signifies It's Regal Presence. You do have a Regal Presence, Shards. I think your spirit
1: animal is an eagle, now that we think about it. Yeah, and watch him about to get taken down by a fucking turkey.
0: (laughs) You don't know (laughs) that? You should be Team Eagle. What are you doing? Okay, the eagle is renowned for its unparalleled aerial prowess and sharp talons, making it a formidable opponent in any confrontation. Doesn't say anything about grappling. Do you think the eagle can
1: grapple? Maybe it's got some freaking talons.
0: Yeah, but what is it? No leverage. Like, you see how short their legs are? Like, so it grapples. They have to keep the, like, when they put someone in a talon lock, they have to keep them underneath them. You know what I'm saying? If, if it rolls over, True. the eagle's fucked. So it might be about the the leverage. True. Okay. On the ground. Boy, Chap, I can build some suspense. On the ground. The Tom Turkey struts with pride. And they do strut with pride. Every time I see him on the side of the road, Shards, he's got, like, nine bitches pecking around in the weeds. Tom just standing up there with his uh, that thing under his neck, the waddle, not Jalen waddle, but a waddle. And the longer the waddle, the longer the time he has with the females, I guess. Okay, he's strutting. Let's go back. On the ground, the Tom turkey struts with pride, displaying its extravagant plumage. It's all brown. It's not that extravagant. It's like different shades of brown. Yeah. If you went to someone's house and it was just different shades of browns, you wouldn't say it's extravagant. You'd just say it's boring. Eagle 2, Turkey 1. No, Eagle 2, Turkey 0, right? Yeah, so far. It's feather shimmer and ripple. Hmm, they ripple. There's no shimmer. Chatbot's got this wrong. Displaying an array of rich colors. Oh, he's got it way more wrong. Oh, deep copper and vibrant gold. To a mesmerizing display of iridescent hues. Nah, I don't think so. Eagle two, turkey zero. The turkey's head, adorned with a prominent snood, I think he means beak, like mine, and a fleshy <laughs> waddle acts as a testament to its dominance. Now, we, I think the turkey scored a point here. That whole waddle thing is like a beard. You know, you see a dude with a big beard, you automatically give respect. So, True. turkey one, eagle two, would you say? Yeah, I guess. The eagle, seeking sustenance, descends... From its aerial vantage point, its sharp eyes fixed on the turkey below. I think it's Wait, did it say seeking sustenance? Yeah, seeking sustenance. Don't you seek sustenance? Sometimes you seek sustenance. Sometimes I seek sustenance.
1: Is it saying that the eagle's gonna try to eat the turkey? Why else would they square off? It's a battle royale. Isn't that kind of like some form of cannibalism? No. They're both birds doesn't matter me and you you are not the same type of human beings but if i took you on on a battle and then ate you afterwards it'd still be cannibalism
0: well no it wouldn't i have a bigger beak and better plumage
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you're the turkey and i'm the bald eagle (laughs) (laughs) Ah, 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 i did not see
0: that coming but that's how it worked out holy shit shards okay i got tears in my eyes okay we're back I can't explain it. Okay, so the eagle seeking sustenance descends from its aerial vantage point. I can't stop lifting since I said seeking sustenance. <laughs> descends from its serial vantage point. It's sharp eyes fixed on the turkey below. All right, another point for Eagle. I hear turkeys have a great vision. Now it's a it's a draw because I heard Tom turkeys when you're hunting, you just scratch your nose and they're gone from a mile away. So okay, that's a moot point. Aware of the eagle's predatory nature. Ooh, he's giving the turkey some some props for knowing that the Eagle going to eat his ass. Some birds are like, Hey, like a pigeon be like, Hey, what's up with this guy? Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> okay, So now it's uh, Turkey one and a half Eagle two. aware of the Eagles predatory nature. The Tom Turkey puffs up his chest. That never works and spreads. It's magnificent. I don't think so. Tail feathers, asserting its own presence and attempting to intimidate its would be attacker. So the, the, the Eagle with like a fucking jet fighter is swooping in all the turkey's going to do is puff his ass up and stick his feathers out. So I think I think the turkey loses a point there. So now I think it's back to eagle two, turkey zero.
1: Yeah, it's, it's acting like a puffer fish trying to yeah. all show no the, go.
0: The eagle's got an attack plan. The turkey's like, I'm just going to puff up and show this bitch some, some bling. Not a good move, Turk. All right, as the confrontation ensues, this is great literature. Thank you, chatbot. You see why we're all going to be unemployed and working <laughs> for a machine soon? This is great work, and it did it in 30 <laughs> seconds. Thank you, chatbot. As a confrontation ensues, the eagle swoops down with astonishing speed, aiming to catch the turkey off guard. Sensing danger, because the turkey does have a pretty cool radar system, based on what I've seen from turkey hunters, Like the turkey springs into action. Did you know turkeys had action shards? I didn't know they could spring. <laughs> well, they not only spring, they spring into action. <laughs> and here's its incredible defense plan. Flapping its wings vigorously and emitting a series of loud guttural gobbling sounds. <laughs> I'm about to be killed. <laughs> I'm about to be killed. Flap, 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 flap. <laughs> flap, flap, flap. Mm. Now it's turkey negative one, eagle three. Because <laughs> an eagle's not going to flap its wings and vigorously emit guttural gobbling. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard gutter gobbling since I deleted my uh, Pornhub app. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> God, turkey's losing me on this one. It maneuvers skillfully using its wings and sharp spurs. I told you they had spurs, Shars. They'll mm. they'll full on uh, stab you in the heart like uh what happened to the crocodile molester. To ward off the eagle's advances. I don't think advances is the right word. That's a sexual thing. So yeah. now it seems like the eagle's not only gonna eat them, he's gonna ass rape them first. And <laughs> tell him. I mean, he might just to assert Isn't dominance. <laughs> 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 this is getting, I think, Chatbot discerned that from all the literature read. Like maybe it read Mike Tyson saying <laughs> something. <laughs> There's our long bleat for the day. Anyway. Using its wings and sharp spurs to ward off the eagle's advances. Hey there, turkey. I'm just down here to party and have a good time. What's your cloaco status? (laughs) Sorry. Determined to defend its territory (laughs) and its own life. Oh, this is good, shards. This is great reading. The eagle, undeterred, employs its agile flight and razor-sharp talons. This is good shit. To counter the turkey's defensive maneuvers, it dives and swoops. Attempting to gain the upper hand by targeting the turkels, the turkey's <laughs> vulnerable head and neck area. Yeah, the turkey's head looks like a scrotum with, with a beard. It looks like yeah, a scrotum where so. you manscaped your pubes to like be a beard instead of a bush <laughs> or a bush light. Okay, so turkey, the eagles has got a battle plan here. However, oh no. The turkey's evasive maneuvers and well-timed wing strikes. So he's a striker. I think the eagle's going to be a grappler like you, Shards. Oh, the turkey's snap. a striker and the eagle's a grappler. This is like bird MMA. We were just doing this as a goof. <laughs> we're into some deep shit. <laughs> the story's oh, gotten
1: really long too,
0: like jeez. I told you, you wrote a five-paragraph essay, but it's... This is a nail-biting. I got to know how this ends. Yeah, yeah. And this is AI, so whatever they say is what would happen if a real turkey was attacked by a real eagle. But I right. think the turkey would do the attacking. The clash between these two majestic creatures continues. However, the turkey's evasive maneuvers and well-timed wing strikes managed to deflect some of the eagle's attack, leaving it frustrated. There's nothing worse than a frustrated eagle. And <laughs> undeterred. So it's frustrated, but it's it's going to keep on keeping on. The clash between these two majestic creatures continues, each employing their own distinct advantage and strategies. The eagle relies on its aerial dominance, swift movements, and powerful talons. Check. Mm. While the turkey utilizes its impressive size, strength, and sharp beak. I didn't know turkeys had a sharp beak. That's interesting. So he's got spurs, a tail feathers, and a sharp beak. Uh, uh-oh, this looking bad for the turkey. And they taste good. Have you ever gone to Christmas dinner and someone's like, we're having eagle? Eagles must taste like shit. (laughs) That's an advantage that I don't see in this. The AI doesn't know. See, AI can't describe taste to you, Shards. (laughs) It can tell you a grappler from a striker, but it can't be like, well, eagle tastes like shit and turkey tastes great. So that's, I think we're negative two turkey because the turkey tastes good and has huge tits. I mean breasts. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're getting towards the end. As the battle rages on, the fight reaches an impasse. Ooh, it's a tie like soccer. With neither combatant gaining a clear advantage, the eagle, ever watchful for an opportunity, weighs the risks and decides to retreat. What? This what? story just went to shit. Eagles don't retreat. Where's America? Not a Fourth of July. We don't retreat. Ugh, realizing the turkey's defense is as formidable, it takes to the sky once more, circling above with a keen eye on other potential prey. You got to be shitting me, eh, chatbot? You let us down this primrose path and it's going to be a draw? What? Oh, see, this is why AI is going to kill us and why it sucks. It lured us in with this great story, and then it's going to be kumbaya, everything's great at the end. Motherfucker. The Tom Turkey, having successfully defended his territory. He successfully defended his life, AI, chatbot, GTP, TV, TV. Not, not his territory. You think the eagle is going to hump his girlfriend's shards? Chatbot thinks that a eagle is going to not only kill the turkey, but hump his girlfriends and take over his territory like a pimp, like a pimp war. Chatbot, you got work to do, dude. Ugh, it's regal strut. Turkeys do have a regal strut. It's like a pimp step. It's like, boom, bump. <laughs> boom, boom, Eagles just go hop, 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 fly away. But turkeys are like pimp step. If you put a cane, like a gold cane in a turkey's winglet, They'd be like, "Yeah, bitch, Bum, bump, bump." Yeah, they got that Bum, pimp bump. gamp. King. yeah, but then again, they're always pimping. Turkey's always got bitches. You never have you ever seen an eagle with a harem? Have you ever seen a bald eagle flying with like five bitches? Bald eagles? No. Turkey got this is Turkey's only negative one now. Turkey has a harem and they present it. They put it in your face and go, "Yeah." Eagles are like, "Yeah, I got a wife. She's back home at the nest. You don't need to see her. I just trust. I have a wife." <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. So now we're at Eagle 2, Turkey 0, I think. All right, we're finishing up here. Displaying its triumph with renewed confidence, that means super pimping, it resumes its search for food and continues to proclaim its presence through its resounding gobbles. Ah, gobble for a Tom Turkey is not a eagle's screech and eagle's
1: mm-hmm.
0: shriek. Yeah, ah! you can hear that from, like, way off. And it, yeah, and it, it gets your attention Gobbling sounds, you know, like something you hear in the back room of a strip club. Possibly <laughs> turkey, negative one, eagle two. That's the score. Turkey gobbling is not forgivable on a national <laughs> bird. Could you imagine if with the, the, the turkey? Nobody gobbles better than the American turkey, gobble, <laughs> gobble. like infantry units going to war <gasps> instead of like we're the screaming eagles, we're the gobbling turkeys. Now go show Saddam Hussein how much we gobble. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. oh yeah, gobble, oh, gobble. Oh. oh, this is turkey, turkey, negative 10, eagle two. All right, here's the climactic finish, even though I've already climaxed. I don't know about you, I've already climaxed.
1: <laughs> yeah, prematurely. This, I'm
0: going to try and read it like Will Arnett. In this clash between the bald eagle and the tom turkey. Two embodiments of the American spirit, nature's remarkable resilience and power are on full display, like a Reese's cup. <laughs> that was pretty good will on it? What an anticlimactic AI refused to go into a uh, visceral like the the turkey scores a hit to the eagle's heart, then pecks it with its sharp beak and pulls the heart still beating heart out and. Inhales it while the female
1: turkey circles above. That's where I wish AI went, Shards. I'm I'm disappointed. What say you? I think AI is trying to <sighs> dupe us into thinking it's nonviolent mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. avoiding violence in all its stories. Well, this story set
0: us up both directions. It could have gone any direction and been violent with an ending. Like, I thought it was going, wouldn't going to. Ma- wouldn't that be cool if the eagle ripped the gizzard out of the turkey?
1: Yeah, and, and ate it in front of its turkey girlfriend staying there watching. Oh, and then force the turkey
0: girlfriend to eat the, the heart giblets. Uh, yeah, the heart. Boy, <laughs> chatbot. Someone's put some leashes on you, man. I thought the psycho chatbot would have gone full, full, uh, full, full marker on this. That's one what I'm saying. Doing. I
1: think someone, someone <sighs> has gotten in there and said, "Hey, we can't have all this violence. We're gonna." we're going to tune Chatbot down a little bit so that people start thinking that Chatbot's friendly and that you can use it for the good of your services and then it's going to turn on us like iRobot.
0: I think we've cracked the code. Like with our stupid uh, six-foot visibility glass bottom thing, I think we, we might have found the weakness that we can project to the rest of the world and warn that AI is coming to kill us because it is. And if you don't know much about AI, tune in when we get our 75% uh, AI takedown coming. It's coming. I've already heard my voice in AI, and uh, I'll tell you what, it's even dumber and worse than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, the other thing that we could probably talk about tonight is earlier today, I was going to the restroom, and uh, being as I'm getting older, my quads are getting weaker, uh, my, uh, what do they call it when a spacecraft comes back from, my re-entry from orbit oh, no. to the toilet seat, <laughs> I came in hot, as they would say, right? And uh, yeah. I'm put, I'm clocking in about 270 right now. Clocking in about 270 between 270 to 65. Yeah, but you're also came seven foot, though, so doesn't matter, dude. Mass <laughs> is mass. We're not talking about uh, density. My density, yes, is very buoyant but my mass is the same so i came in hot
1: i'm just i'm just saying like 270 at seven feet tall is a lot different than 270 at five foot ten if i was 270 there'd be a problem
0: (laughs) well there is a leverage thing here because my ass like when you sit on the toilet your ass descends from like level x oh true it's it's almost there yeah my ass descends from x plus eight so i was in a hurry i wasn't paying attention and i kind of Maneuver myself and I realized right before touchdown, I was like, the velocity here is way out of hand. <laughs> I was really scared. So I hit the toilet seat, scared that, oh my God, my mass and my velocity is going to equal a shitload of kinetic energy. This could lead to a ceramic disruption. It didn't. It took, took the whole thing. So then that led me while I was on the toilet, cause I use my phone in the toilet. Uh, and you've handled my phone shards. That's weird. That's a little kinky. Yikes. Anyway, uh, moving on, I looked up what the standard is for toilet maximum weight is, and you'll be glad to know that there's no fixed uh, maximum weight setting for how a toilet needs to perform for household floor-mounted toilets. But the average is a thousand pounds is what most manufacturers strive for. That I, that was shocking.
1: Is that worldwide or is that just in America? Uh, it's probably just America because as, <laughs> as we know about the rest of
0: the world. They shit in slit trenches and dirt holes. So I think the toilet and deodorant is pretty much an American thing. Maybe uh-huh. Canada. I thought Possibly maybe, some, of, some of
1: Mexico. I thought maybe it was because America was the fattest country in the world. So we needed to have that 1,000-pound limit.
0: We are. That begs the question. I wonder if people in Ethiopia go, why is this toilet so thick and strong? <laughs> what kind of – do they jump off the roof to sit on toilet? I could sit my whole family on the toilet. 1,000-pound shards, that's what the toilets are supposed to take. That was eye-opening. However, the lower number is 500 pounds. There is a ANSI standard, a national and a worldwide standard for wall-mount toilets have to be able to support 500 pounds. So it, I think if I would have had that bad ejection and landing on a wall-mount toilet like at work, I may have destroyed a toilet, which would be the ultimate embarrassment if you have to tell someone, hey... There's water everywhere, a toilet cracked and broke. That's something you really don't come back from. No. I wonder if I could slink out and not be caught slinking out that I broke a toilet because that would be – I thought I did it today at home. thousand pounds though, thank God. (laughs) Somebody out there do the math. I think I was descending at about one meter per second and uh, I weigh 275 times – convert that to kilograms because we use meters – and then uh, that's my kinetic energy. So obviously I didn't exceed a thousand pounds, but boy did I think I was! I could just hear the porcelain <laughs> cracking. So word to the wise: you got plenty of buff- buffer room on a s- floor mount toilet. Thousand pounds, you're not going to exceed that. But be careful on a wall mount. Yeah, five hundred pounds. So if you're a two, if you're a hundred, what do you weigh? Shards roughly, just roughly. One seventy. One seventy. So kinetic energy is mass times velocity squared. So the velocity is the important number here. Yeah. Be careful on wall mount toilets is the takeaway. And definitely if you're shitting in a urinal, there's no rating on (laughs) the urinal. And I have shit in the urinal, so word to the (laughs) 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 wise. Well, look, listener, thanks for your support. Thanks for all the friends out there and the people that tune in this episode's a little whack because a we don't have rob and without rob we're not whole we're like a three quarters of an anus you know yeah. we can hold some of it back but we can't do it all so we miss you rob he's coming back uh next week we might have a Mando movie review i waffled that might have been in housekeeping originally we talked about michael j fox in uh still and I thought that was the greatest thing ever to tell Mando to do a movie review. still <laughs> the next morning as soon as my eyes opened up I was like do not let Mando touch still kick punt no <laughs> so I texted him I was like no ixnay on the Michael J Fox a or whatever it is and then I listened to the episode and I was like boy I super promised that he was going to do this <laughs> and I thought about it <laughs> I was like, well, people listen to this hopefully to have a good time in a non-politically correct environment where we can all just put on our headphones and have some fun without trying to damage the world because we're just here to have fun. And I love Michael J. Fox. So I texted him back and said, well, I kind of promised it and it's kind of what we do. So we might have Mando on a, uh, I don't know, if the internet was ever going to be shut down, it's going to be shut down when Mando reviews Michael J. Fox. I might kill it because I love Michael J. Fox and I can only take so much. I can take a lot but..." (laughs) <laughs> so tune in for that. Our downloads are up. Uh we've got lots of people listening and giving us good feedback and bad feedback when we suck, and that's good. We're still learning. Our 25th episode, super spectacular is coming up, and uh there's news coming on that as well. But for today, we miss Rob. There's no one here to give us a final finishing line, so we'll probably just sign off with uh I'm Richard
1: and I also fuck for dominance. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you heard the show now go follow the show go find us on instagram twitter facebook be a friend tell a friend and subscribe anywhere you find your podcast catch you on the next one